It is February 17th, 2019. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast Elimination Chamber. Matt, this was the shortest pay-per-view in recent memory. What did you think? <laughs> I got to admit, they had me with the... I can't believe I'm going to say this. It kind of had me kind of, sort of, with Kofi Kingston winning the world title. Yeah. Or the WWE title. Oh, man, I was fantasy booking it in my head. I was like, then we could have the New Day at Fastlane versus Daniel Bryan with Roman and Harper, and they could do this whole thing going into Mania. Like, in my head, I was just like, yes, this is the time. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was over. You can't argue that point. It would have been such a feel-good moment if he won there. You know, it's one of those, the crowd was really into it. They really wanted him to win. They've just been having a lot of heels winning lately, and it would have just been kind of a feel-good moment, you know? For uh, someone that's been with the company for so long, it's busted his ass forever. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I almost bought it too, even though like on paper, I I wouldn't have like going into tonight. I, I wasn't at all. But while watching it, I was like, man, if they pulled the trigger. Um, this place would explode. It would. And, and really, what would it do to hurt Daniel Bryan's heel run? Really? If they, if they did a switchback, you know what I mean? I don't right. think it would have done any damage. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. He could just lose it back at Fastlane, uh, depending on whatever plan they have for Mania. There still doesn't seem like any True. real clear plan, um, or that's an obvious one, at least from a fan's perspective. So, oh, you're right. Yeah, no, I think uh, especially with the feel-good wins they had earlier in the evening, that this would have been probably the best pay-per-view in a year if if they would have capped it off with Kofi Kingston winning, just in terms of uh, the booking straight booking of it um but yeah that match was incredible i was very very invested in that uh we started off tonight the pre-show we saw the mojo raleigh uh backstage shocking himself in the mirror again had the cruiserweight title match akira tozawa versus buddy murphy buddy murphy retained on that with murphy's law there was a kevin owens promo and i missed this during the pre-show did you guys see this no yeah so real quick that that buddy murphy um that birdie buddy murphy match was really good so if you if you haven't watched it go out of your, go out of your way to see it it was uh it's pretty amazing um it, it kind of sucks these guys are always put on the pre-show because people are you know still finding their way in they're not you know they're not they're not into into the match but i mean at the beginning but uh they got into this match as it went on and by the end they were on fire so buddy murphy winning that with the uh murphy's law and yeah you mentioned Kevin Owens. So Kevin Owens is in his car talking about how he's going to go get pizza for a family night and <laughs> pineapples and pizza. And he just starts really? eating pizza. Um, oh my God. I was saying, you know, they, what are they doing? I have no idea. It's doesn't make him look like anything special or a star. It, it just, I don't know. I know. I know some people are like, well, what about, you know, Dusty Rhodes and, you know, being the common man, there's a common man being a common man. But being a star and being a common man and make, make being made to look like, you know, some guy down the street that, you, you know, is out of shape. Dusty Rhodes talked about these things. I don't recall seeing Dusty Rhodes do these common man things. He did in WWF, but before when he became a superstar yes. in NWA, Where was he the bigger star though? I was right. saying exactly. Yeah, he's not. We know, heard he, about his upbringing, so we were able to visualize what that looked like ourselves. Right. We didn't have to. Vi we didn't have to actually see it, if that makes sense. We don't want to see Kevin Owens being the common man because it, 
He's more than that. He's he, he's a very good wrestler. He's hilarious. He gets more out of his body than what he should. Right. So we don't need to see him in promos and segments looking lesser than or average. Right. They yeah. need to be building him up, if anything. Right. Exactly. I mean, at NWA, they wouldn't they wouldn't do promos of Dusty Rhodes, you know, shoveling his driveway and falling on his ass. <laughs> never. Right? Never. No. I mean, you want to make see him, him though. What's that? It's how they see him. They see him as a cartoon villain, sort of a, you know, good fighter, but a sad sack. Like, like he's a sitcom character. They, they, they honestly, they treat him like he's Kevin James with a lot of these angles. <laughs> That's true. You know? They have been. But and, you know uh, what the difference is, though? In NXT, remember, it was about him fighting. He was fighting for his family. He was fighting to put food on the table. They gave him a very serious fighter attitude. Yeah. And then they started doing all the biography stuff on him. And I think that's where the shift was. He was funny. He was talking about, yeah, my parents used to rent me the same wrestling videos all the time. So I memorized them and I went and trained with the Jacques Rougeau and then I met Sammy. Then we got ripped off a bunch in Montreal. And he like, he tells the story, but it's like by giving him more of a backstory, it's made him less of a threat. It's like if they delved into Braun's backstory and show more pictures of him smiling, he's not a monster anymore. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think they're they're making him look less and less like a star you don't have to show like for instance if you're booking me as a heel right you're not going to want to see clips of matt morgan getting on the small buzz when i started my special education career up in first or fifth grade i would get sympathy right away you don't have to show everybody's real life story do you know yeah. what i'm saying if it doesn't fit what the character is that you're trying to book right so yeah, they're booking him in a very strange way. I think when he comes back, he's going to probably go on another feud with Braun because they got nothing for Braun right, right now, or maybe yeah. a feud with Drew, and it's going to be the same sort of like uh, Charlie Brown in the football. Kevin just can't yeah. get over, can't win, which is a shame. I would love to see him with the Universal Title again. Oh my God, me too. Yeah, no if question. They, if if he's built up properly, I'd, I'd love to see that. Oh God, can you imagine if they bring him back and they're just like the Family Man, Kevin Owens? <laughs> Give him like a sitcom entrance theme. Comes out, comes out <laughs> eating pizza, drinking beer. Yeah. <clears throat> or, the old, or the yeah, the old school sitcom like uh, a video. What, the beginning of the yeah. show. You know what like talking married about? with children. <laughs> no, no, like even worse. Like like with dude opens the refrigerator, and stares at the camera. Like oh, I didn't know you were there. Face. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? <laughs> yeah, and the last card and Sami Zayn is the wacky neighbor. Yes, <laughs> yes, he opens the door. <laughs> Somebody yeah. out there wrestling. Get the canned laughter. Make that. That's yeah, such potential. Cut that together. Cut Please, that together. guys. That's gonna be hilarious. Make that. <sighs> it's a shame. He's such I a star. He's such a yeah. star. But uh, they yes. got to do something. They got to do something with him. Um, so tonight there was conflicting information ahead of the show about what was going to go first, what was going to go last. We opened up with the women's elimination chamber match for the WWE Women's Tag Team Titles. Naomi and Carmella versus Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose versus Tamina Snuka and Nia Jax versus Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan versus Sasha Banks and Bailey versus the Iconics. There were a lot of women in this match. It was practically the Royal Rumble all over again. And uh, Bailey and Sasha are the new, the, well, the first WWE women's tag team champions of this era. Matt, what did you think of this match? I told you. I think everybody saw that though coming. Yeah. No big surprise as long as uh, Sasha was healthy. There, you know what I mean. It's healthy enough. Everyone saw this as them being the first champion tag champions. If she wasn't healthy enough, then they could see the heels winning and them getting it back at Mania. Um, but right, people won this. 
That's what I think of the match. I think it was a cluster F a lot, a lot of the time. There was it was too much going on. It took away my opinion from the elimination chamber portion. Mm. Um, it it was all over the place, but uh, I don't know. I agree. It was too many. It was too many people. Like uh, early on, um, I agree. I felt like it was a cluster at the beginning, but by the end, I thought it was really good. I thought this match turned out to be uh, really something else. And I, you know, Sasha Bailey winning. It's just I just think it's a no brainer, uh, which is why sometimes you can see WWE not going with it. Um, but yeah, Naomi, uh, Naomi and Carmella were the first ones out. Uh, Naomi got pinned by uh, one of the iconics. They kind of did a double pin on her. Yeah. At first, I was wondering if that might have been punishment for all the stuff that happened uh, earlier in the week. What happened? Uh, the stuff with the Usos, uh, with Jimmy Uso. I don't know. They got pulled over in Detroit. They were going the wrong way down a one-way street. Now, according to Detroit locals, this the one-ways in Detroit downtown are horrible. Um, mm-hmm. They were going down the wrong way. They got pulled over. Now, the car apparently smelled of alcohol, uh, mm-hmm. which may have been attributed to Jimmy Uso, not Naomi, who was driving. But Jimmy got out, took off his shirt, took off his jacket, and tried to square up with the cop. Right. And, Hold uh, up. And they just put the tag titles on him tonight? <laughs> yeah. Vince likes his style. This kid's got moxie. Well, a police of uh, one of the police, one of the cops pulled out his taser, you know, saying that he feared for his safety. Uh, the, Jimmy eventually settled down and was taken to jail and then later released on bond. He was arrested for disorderly conduct and obstruction. Um, but yeah, um, it, it wasn't a DUI that, you know, and um, yeah, I mean, I thought this was the first sign of they were getting kind of punished here, but you know, Jay Uso was arrested for a DUI last year. And I think they were tag team champions shortly after that as well within a couple months. So they were. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Regardless, man. uh, So after that tonight, there were, I thought there were some good spots in this. Um, Some spots didn't quite go as well as they thought, but (laughs) Let's give it up for a moment for Tanaya Jax. People talk about her and, oh, she's sloppy. Uh, she doesn't know how to throw worked punches. <clears throat> Could you believe that, Matt, when she ran through the pod? How hard is it when you know the other person's going to duck out of the way and you're going to eat shit? <laughs> glass? How hard is it to do what she did? You run as hard as you can, and you the person better get better duck, better get out of the way. Like when we throw a clothesline, too, we are taught to throw it with everything we have, even we know the person's going to duck it. And if that person doesn't duck it, oops, sorry. But what happens is what you see a lot of guys do is they do this. Here, let's pretend it's the person's head, and they yeah. go like this. The person, the person doesn't duck enough. Oh, yeah. And they you do that over. crap instead. You're taught never to do that, guys. So, anyways, so you're taught to throw it as hard and run as hard as you can, like you're gonna kill the person, which she did. Yeah, that was an impressive spot. Badass. Yeah, it sounded great. It looked great, um, and that allowed uh, all four women—Mandy and Sonia and Sasha and Bailey—all to pin Tamina. So, which was brilliant. That was a brilliant way to deal with really getting was. them out of the match. Um, yeah. and give a raise to whoever mic'd up the elimination chamber tonight. Every time somebody hit one of those pods or a pole. Okay, n- not that I'm trying to be a jerk or take away from the pods, but did you notice the padding they put out there this time? No, no. They've had oh. they've had that the last. They've had I that for a while. The last time, okay, I missed it the last few times. 
Yeah, I think the last couple of years they've had that. Because yeah. before that, it used to be like just a grate, right? Like the and it was torture if you landed on it. Yeah. 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 And then I think it was, I can't remember, it was last year, uh, once they had the first women's match that they put the padding out. Noticed it in the men's tonight. I didn't even notice it in the girls earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Man, uh, that match. So it came down to Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville being the last women standing with Bailey and Sasha. Uh, and Deville tapped out to a modified bank statement with um, Sasha's giving it all she had. I thought it was a really good emotional ending. I mean, this mm-hmm. it doesn't completely undo it, but this is making things right, man. I mean, the last two years have sucked mm-hmm. for Sasha and Bailey. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and these tag titles are perfect for these two women right now. They could do so much with this division now. Do you know what I mean? And, and feel like a renewed push almost. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like a fresh start. Hopefully, they right. don't beat them in like two weeks. You know, like they in the past, anytime Sasha would win the title, they drop, you know, have her drop it within a couple of weeks. So <laughs> tomorrow night on Raw, Randy right. and Sonya. Right. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully they get to keep you know through Mania at least. And uh, yeah, I thought it was a really cool moment. Their promo at the end, you could tell like it was all real, like real emotion which I love seeing in wrestling whenever something doesn't seem scripted and, and real. And yep. I thought it was great. Anytime one of the four horsewomen get on that mic after something special happens, they give that to us. I like that about all four of them. Yeah. That emotion we get from them. Mm-hmm. I want that ending to mania. Now I want, I want the four WWE mm-hmm. horsewomen out there at the end champions. I mean, I guess one woman's not going to have a belt either Charlotte or Becky. Mm-hmm. But that curtain call, I think if that's the main event in Mania, the triple threat with Ronda, I think having the four WWE women, and maybe then they have a face-off. Maybe that's how they go off for the face-off. Then Ronda's friends come out, face-off, boom, go to black, and set that up for a later date to be continued. Did you notice uh, Corey's, Corey Graves' line about, uh, he said something about uh, Bailey being left at the altar, or she's always left at the altar. Mm-hmm. So, so uh yeah, yeah. marriage crack. I, I don't know if you heard about all this stuff, Matt, but his wife um, went off over the weekend uh, is, is saying that he's been having an affair with Mandy Rose. I mean, not Mandy Rose. Carmella. Sorry, Carmella. And so. Um, Corey Graves was? Yeah, that he is. And so she went and, and man, you know, social media, it's easy to get stuff out there when someone's unhappy. So she posted all these old texts and stuff between them and uh, between you know herself and Corey, so and they're married. Yeah, they, we yeah, well they were. Uh, they're divorced now. Well, not yet. I, I guess yeah. she just found out and oh, online and and leaked everything. So you know, uh, this is a good segue. But you guys were all married. We all have very busy lives. We're doing a lot of stuff. Matt, could you imagine trying to find the time to have an affair in addition no. to your marriage? <laughs> Seriously, no. <laughs> Raj, trying to find the time, trying to find the energy. Well, guys, if you're married and you want to get a side piece and you need a little something extra to get you there, sponsor this episode, Bluetooth, Bluetooth.com. Terrible, terrible. Or maybe, maybe your sex life has been okay, but it's been booked the way Bailey and Sasha have for the last two years. And you could just, you could use a bit of a rebranding, a repush, a tag team partner, tag in Bluetooth. It's, it's, It's never, it's never bad to be better, right? Oh, hey, you remember the days when you're always good to go? Back in like 1992, your theme song was Belle Biv DeVoe's Do Me. Faster than you could say, smack it up, flip it, rub it down. You were just ready to go, ready for action. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Those days are in the past, but now you can bring that all back. Increase your performance. Get that extra confidence in bed with BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know that this is the prescription stuff, the real stuff, the scientifically engineered stuff that works. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they are chewable, here's the key, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever that opportunity arises. No need to pencil it in, schedule, say, okay, in an hour, and two hours, I'm going to be ready to go. No. You lower the lights, you pop one of these babies, and boom, it's go time. Now, this is just not for guys with dysfunction. Blue Chew is for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Blue Chew is prescribed online, shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person's doctor visit, no waiting at the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. You've heard, speaking of awkwardness, you've heard Matt tell his stories, Raj tell his story, me uh, tell my stories. This stuff works. I hear all the time, you guys are the best audience, but I swear to God, you guys are DMing me, telling me about the sex you're having, telling me about the bonus you're getting, thanks to Blue Chew. <laughs> and I appreciate the love, but I don't need to see the photos. No. You can just save those yourself. I'll take your word for it. I know that it works. And if you <laughs> want to have that Blue Chew magic, make Blue Chew your new tag team partner. They are made in the USA. They prepare and ship direct. They're cheaper than a pharmacy. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com. Get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code W-I-N-C. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E, chew.com. Promo code W-I-N-C to try it free. Blue Chew, the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast. You hear everyone talking about it. You know, it's, it's never a better time to try it if you never tried it. Uh, see what everyone's been talking about and you get that that discount so uh, and, and here's the thing guys like, like glenn hit on earlier it's not just for you know guys with, with that, that are too cool for school to admit they have any kind of dysfunction or things like that it's not just for that as well it's for guys like you said that are fully functioning case in point round one after round one round two round three all right i don't know who the hell you guys think you are out there but you're not doing that over age 40 naturally all right so i'm telling you guys right now at age 42 round two round three what try it guys it works i promise absolutely and uh yeah keep the dms coming but again keep the photos to yourself yeah no photos um no photos so we have the smackdown tag team title match as we mentioned the usos versus shane mcmahon and the miz surprise surprise the usos going over a lot of people were speculating that would not happen given the incident the other night with jimmy uso and naomi uh however that being said this was a pretty solid match what did you think of it matt yeah it was. I, I enjoyed it heavily. I thought it was a great match, actually. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I was okay. I wasn't happy with the ending, though. I, I'm not gonna lie. I was. I was surprised with the ending. I was. Uh, I, was I didn't know. Shocked. If I had known what had happened, though, Raj, and they got arrested, okay, then I definitely wouldn't have seen that coming, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So that's that's where I was. I I thought for sure they were gonna lose. Uh, from a storyline perspective, it seems weird to have them win the titles and then lose it so quickly after. It does. It does. So I don't know if they're going with a heel turn with one of them. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. so they face off at WrestleMania. At but, mm -hmm. Yeah, but it was uh, it was it was odd. Well, let me ask you that really quick, you guys. What do you think is more important? Can you guys hear me okay still? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, do Do you think it's better to have Miz versus Shane McMahon at Mania, or the two of them versus I don't know some sweet tag team at Mania for the tag titles? I don't know. I see them as a tag team. I feel like the novelty is already kind of worn off a little it, bit. It is, and the two of them versus each other could be pretty cool. Yeah, I, so that's I, that's where I think they should go. Yeah, I mean that's 
got opening match of WrestleMania written all over it. Sure, that, but it'd be entertaining. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and what was no other stuff? direct plan that you see for Shane. Did I miss something in the match? What was the bruising around Shane's, like, his temple areas here? I, saw, I noticed that. I, I wonder if Did it was from the Uso segment on SmackDown. Oh, maybe. I was wondering if I missed something. It looked like just discoloration, you know what I mean? I, I Not from a bruise or a kick or a punch. I couldn't figure out what it was. Yeah, I noticed that too. <clears throat> hope he's yeah. yeah. No, I hope he's okay. Um, They showed him getting checked out <clears throat> after the match tonight with Miz. They had a blow-up backstage. Before the match, Miz brought Maurice out there, announced they're having a second child, and he uh, dedicated the match to his uh, unborn child in addition to his current child. Um. Yeah, I think uh, they're setting this up for a turn. Maybe at Fastlane, maybe they get a rematch, and after that, Shane turns on the Miz if they want to go that route, or have the Miz turn on Shane. Yeah, they're definitely breaking up here. I think. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. No, I yeah, agree with that. The rematch at Fastlane, they lose again, and and then one of them turns on the other. Yeah, I mean, the Miz had that meltdown backstage. Right. Yeah, Hart was in the right place. That was kind of hard for me to be like. Do you know what I mean? I didn't. I, I didn't feel like, oh wow, what a jerk. You know what I mean? I was like, damn, I feel bad for him. He's taking this really bad that he feel like he cost the team. Right. It's I, like, oh no, his dad's not gonna be proud of him anymore. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad for him. <laughs> so yeah, um, we'll see where it goes. But yeah, I cannot. Yeah. This fast lane having these two pay per views between Rumble and Mania just yeah. waters him down. It does. It does. And then right after. Uh, Right after Mania, they're going back to Saudi Arabia. Is that happening before Payback? Oh, uh, when's Payback? Uh, I don't know. Or Backlash? or Not uh, Backlash. It's uh, in early May. They're going in, in May and November. So yeah. oh, so many pay-per-views. So much going on. Um, after this match, we had, oh, the one-on-two handicap match for the WWE mm-hmm. Intercontinental title, Finn Balor versus Leo Rush and Bobby Lashley. They really telegraphed this on commentary saying Finn can pin Leo and still win the title. God, they couldn't uh, shut up about it. Right. <laughs> so much so I didn't believe it was going to happen. Matt, were you surprised when Finn did pin uh, uh, Leo and win the title? No. I, I know when they give away something so much that it's probably not good. You know what I mean? It can't be that obvious. But to put him in the match to begin with, it was just a red herring that this is – they're going to put the – I thought maybe at Mania they'd get to it though, right? It, it just seems like Vince is like, well, it, you know, look at Finn. There's no way he's beating Lashley. So if we want to get the Intercontinental title on him, <laughs> let's have him beat Leo for it. You know, that'll be believable. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. It's the, okay. Let me ask you a question, Raj and Glenn. Have you ever seen someone win the Intercontinental uh, uh, Heavyweight Championship under worse circumstances of somebody not being over once they win this title? Like, like seriously, they were right. it was screaming high. This guy cannot beat our champion. All right. Yeah, and beating beating their manager. Oh, he's gonna basically. beat Jimmy. He's gonna beat Jimmy Hart instead. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I hate like, when they do title changes where the champion doesn't doesn't lose. Um, it it well, just where is he take? He beats the what the biggest what's in the world to do it. Right. That's and like he, when uh, yeah. Rudin Gable beat AOP, right? And they they pinned uh, Drake Maverick, not one of the AOP. I, and I felt like their title reign never yes, got absolutely. never got going. Yeah, and Finn did have a really competitive showing against Brock Lesnar, so I don't think it's a stretch to show yes, that he could beat Bobby Lashley. No, it is not. It is yeah. not. So maybe it, they want to do the the singles match at Fastlane now between Lashley and. 
I don't know what Vince is looking at. He is shredded, shredded wheat. That dude is as muscular as they come for an undersized wrestler. All right. So I don't know what else they want from him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He can't crow a foot. So what? He's jacked. He's shredded. Yeah. He's in great shape. He looks like an athlete. That's all he needs to look like. Okay. And he yeah. can just be better. He can just be better. And his matches are believable. So, um, like when Finn was wrestling Brock, he bought it. So, yeah, for sure. Sick of that. Uh, and it was one of those cases I didn't want to see Lashley lose it yet either because I think Lashley is, you know, he's got that superstar look. He's He's got that larger-than-life look. Um, he should pass this, though. He should be the main event. And I think dropping Leo probably helps him out. So yeah. they did the breakup at the end. So I think that hopefully they don't yeah. just put them back together tomorrow night like they've done in the past before, but uh, with, with other breakups. And hopefully they're, you know, really having Lashley go on his own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Um, no, I, I would have liked to see a believable fight. I was watching uh, Creed two the other night. Did you guys watch that finally? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I the size it. differential there was an issue, but they made it believable that Michael B. Jordan could beat Victor Drago. Yeah. Much smaller. You know, Victor so, Drago was shredded. That dude. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, you should, you should see that, Matt. It's awesome. It was really good. And uh, like I thought the emotionalness of the ending uh, was similar to Rocky Balboa and how it surprised me and how it was so poignant. Yeah. Cool. I've, I've, I've liked both the Creed movies a lot. <clears throat> They're fantastic. Um, but no, I think so. They could have told a story tonight and had Balor beat Bobby. There's going to be a rematch, I think. <clears throat> I know we're not mandated that, but I'm sure either on Raw tomorrow night or at Fastlane we'll get a rematch. So I think Balor needs to solidify his championship by beating him uh, clean, right? Unless... They hold off till fast lane, or you maybe even have Lashley beat Finn, and this was just a temporary thing. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh. This was such a feel good moment, though, with Finn. His booking's been terrible. I felt like they were really trying to do this to make it up to the fans uh, after Bailey and Sasha, even the Usos, then Finn. I was like, this is going to be the feel good pay per view of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, seemed like the direction they were going in. Then he's got to be Bobby. Um, there's got to be, you know, can't have done it that way for us to feel good. And he needed to be the demon. Then I would have felt good. <laughs> yeah. Do you hear Sam Roberts uh, calling out Finn before the pay-per-view? Kind of doing the same thing he did with Bianca? No, no. Tell me. So he was saying how uh, Finn has nothing to show for his accomplishments, that you know he says he's exceptional, Excuse but me? he hasn't really won anything. He always fails when he's put in these big spots. And then he, then he said Ronda I'm Rousey to, had no brains. Yeah, Ronda was trying to poke himself into something, you think? I don't know if he's trying to be a heel or. I mean, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just being just a terrible job at that. <laughs> I just think saying Ronda Rousey has no brains is a that's a weird thing to say. It is a very weird thing to say. It doesn't get heat either. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. He needs to shave his head. That gimmick's getting old. It's starting to recede. But I'll digress. <laughs> yeah. It looks like sideshow Bob. Like, it looks like sideshow Bob more and more. Like that's his gimmick. He's a terrible commentator. terrible stupid predictions um yeah i couldn't believe that uh the pre-show uh so this oh okay so charlotte flair came out to sit ringside to watch ruby riot versus ronda rousey i think we all kind of knew what was going to happen here but we knew ronda was going to win matt did it surprise you how quickly ruby lost this match i thought that was i was fine with it i know you're a huge fan of hers and she's really talented i just I just think anybody gets in a ring around it needs to be that quick. 
That's kind of yeah. how I, that's how I felt too. I, I know a lot yeah. of people didn't like that. Um, I just feel, you know, again, uh, you, the Creed two reference, you're not going to have Victor Drago having competitive matches before he gets to, to Creed be that way. Yeah. He's destroying people. And then, so finally when Creed beats him, it's that much more. So when Becky finally beats Rhonda, if that's what ends up happening, she's beating a monster. Yep. Yeah. I just hope they don't have Becky beat Charlotte to win. the. Uh, but um, so yeah, and plus they gave so much time to the the post angle that this match really did have to be short. Yeah, we didn't want to cut out from any of the others. I just I would have figured she was a little higher in the pecking order. Um, she she should be, especially which with with how long Ronda it took Ronda to beat what's her name, the very first competitor she had. Oh, Who uh, was that? Morgan. No, 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 no. She squash lib. No, way back, way back, guys. When oh, she first started. Um, First became champion. Come on, right? Uh, Alex. Well, Alexa one of the Blair. sisters. One of the sisters. The Bellas. Oh, oh yeah, one Nikki. of the Bellas. Nikki oh my Bella. God! I thought she was going to eat Nikki Bella up in thirty-five seconds, and then this long competitive match happened. We're like, what the hell? That was the beginning of the end of us watching an Iron Mike Tyson reincarnation, which they should have been with her. Yeah, that's where she she no longer felt special, and she no. hasn't really meant anything to ratings. Uh, so when this happens, Raj, you can see why the fans get pissed because they're like, well, which is it, guys? You're giving us competitive matches versus these jabrones, and then now here's someone who's on the upswing. She's a young talent. She's kind of a badass. We're supposed to, you know what I mean? And now it's done in 30 seconds. So I see both sides of it. Right. And, and I think once in a while doing Ronda mat- matches super quick, it, it, it makes all the sense in the world. And then other ones, you know, Brock is the perfect footprint, you know, where he's, yeah. you know, with the matches with Finn where – when he does have a competitive match, he's, it's still believable. But we're he still all Daniel Bryan. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we were Daniel Bryan. Uh, that one that you just said versus Finn. Yeah, right. AJ. AJ. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, yeah, this was over. It was like what two minutes? Ronda very beat. fast. Uh, Ronda got her in the armbar, made her tap out, and like, then here's, after- the, here's the thing with Ruby Riot. Yeah. I, I really like her. I think she's super talented, but the fans don't really respond to her. Like once her matches get started, it's no. it's not like there's any buzz or any heel heat or face heat. It's just no kind offense of to all three of them. They don't neither one neither three of them get it. Yeah. I'm trying to think if they've given her really a platform to have a really good match. She had a match with Charlotte that was pretty good. And uh Sasha. Yeah, she had a match with Sasha. I seem to recall that. But I think a lot of the time she gets stuck with. I mean, honestly, I think Ruby with the Riot Squad is holding her back because the problem is. I agree. I agree. It It helps those two. It hurts her. Yeah, give her a real match to show what she can do. And I'm not saying she needs to be the face of the division, but they need. Right now, they've got the A level women, and then everyone else is just. Such uh, like a D afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, They they need a B. They need like a B level. Right. And that's who she is. Yeah. Yeah, I, they, I mean, they can have her having a cool, great feud with, uh, you know, a Sasha or a Bailey. Yes. Not where they're just trading wins every week, but something, you know, like they tried with Naomi and, and Mandy Rose. You don't need to go that levels of caddy or soap opera-ish, but, you know, doing an actual storyline uh, with mm-hmm. Ruby. And, and yeah, I agree. I, I do think the Ruby that the, the Riot Squad brings her down right now. Yeah, even uh, the stuff with Natalia and the sunglasses, that stupid angle. Um, You know, I think, man, separate her from the Riot Squad for a bit, give her some matches, but we need to develop that B-level. It can't just all be about these top-tier women and then everyone else is just enhancement talent. Natalia would be good on that level, too. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Um, So Sonya Deville, Deville, I think, can be a star. I think she, she... 
there she was someone in that elimination chamber match. I think she's she's really improving. She is. She's picking it up quick. Yeah. I thought it was almost plausible tonight they could win if it was not the first champions. That was the thing where yes. like, they're not going to put it on yes. the first. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they saved that for women that uh, mean a lot to the company um, that they have, you know, really, really believe in long term. And I think it's you know something they've earned. But anyhow, so after that, Charlotte got in the ring to face off with Ronda. And then, okay, here's the other thing, man. Like the guys chanting, uh, we want Becky during this match definitely did not help it. I think we all knew Becky was going to show up. So when she did, it was great. But that's the thing. It's like the aftermath of the match was much more... Um, the focus in the match itself again, which I understand why they're building it to mania, but uh, Becky got in the ring with crutches, started peeing the crap out of Charlotte with a crutch, started hitting Rhonda with the crutch. Uh, Rhonda got her head cut open. Yeah. Um, oh, security wow. hit the ring with the refs and uh, broke the whole thing up. It's pretty lethal. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing that was kind of stupid is how she, how, how she could just, come on in and crutches and it takes forever and security doesn't do a damn thing. Right. Um, uh, like it's like five minutes before anyone finally comes out. It's like, they should have, they should have had Rhonda say, come on in. Yeah. I'm letting her in, you know, like invite yeah. her in the ring or something. So yep. it doesn't make it look like you know, security is just completely incompetent. Yeah. One, one thing I really want to mention real quick, Ronda Rousey was dressed up as Sonya blade. Yeah. Glenn, that's a, that's a video game character. Oh, yeah, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. 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 I think it looked really cool. Yeah. Yep. Don't know Sonya Blade, Raj? I mean, that goes back to Mortal Kombat 1. I never, like, I played Double Dragon. And that's it? And then you tuned out? Yeah, I didn't play, I never got into Mortal Kombat. No. In the arcade or your favorite like, burger no. joint? No. No. I'd play wrestling yeah. games and, uh, yeah, and Kung Fu. And I bet you Kung played Fu. TMNT. Or the four player? Four player TMNT. I've never played that. <clears throat> but Street Fighter Two, like that. Street Fighter, mystery? I did play. Okay, yeah. well, and Mortal Kombat, the first one. I mean, that was a revolution when that one came out. Uh, the first one. So yeah, uh, she's voicing Sonya Blade in MK11. I don't think she did the motion capture for it though. Uh, so uh, yeah, I thought she looked great tonight. I'd like to see her change up her look and do more stuff like this. I think um, yeah. she should make every entrance, every outfit memorable if she is going to be, you know, the female superstar of the company. Mm -hmm. Thought it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because her normal wrestling gear kind of looks like pajamas almost. And she takes, this sounds stupid and no one's going to agree with me on this, but she takes me out of the moment sometimes when she's constantly doing this with her uh, biker trucks. Like a, <laughs> adjusting them all the time. <laughs> and she's in the middle of kicking someone or punching them or she's on the cell even worse. When you're on the cell, it's the last thing you should be worried about. Yeah. You should be grabbing what hurts your eye, your nose, your face, whatever. Not trying to adjust your shorts. Superstars should not have those problems. Fans, no. I'm sure we all do. I've got the pair of pants that I wear out that always is sagging a little bit. And I swear to God, why don't I just buy new pants? I'm constantly like trying to pick them up a little bit and not putting stuff in my pockets. Ronda Rousey shouldn't have the same problems I have with uh, clothing. She wears spandex shorts. And she's yeah. always constantly pulling them down. Like, your legs are jacked. You don't got to pull those down. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't got scrawny legs or nothing. Um, yeah. And I think, I mean, that goes for any talent, male or female. It's like, if your gear is giving you problems, get new gear because it's distracting. But don't take us out of the moment. You know what I mean? We used to get yelled at for that in like developmental. I remember. Yeah. 
and it's usually the heavier set guys, unfortunately. You know what I mean? The heavier set guys would be wearing like a singlet or something, and they tuck it into their like pants and things like that in the middle of like working, like hitting the ropes and stuff. Abyss, go back and watch Abyss. He was a huge sinner of this. Also adjusting his mask while you like you shoot him off the ropes and stuff. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Becky's going to get re-added to this match. We'll see what happens. I mean, they didn't She's announce that. They didn't announce Becky getting re-added to the match, but how, how do you think they do it? Do you think Fastlane, she has to... I have no clue, because I didn't see them taking her out, not once, twice, and suspending her. I, I didn't see any of that. I didn't see any upside to doing it. It doesn't make her look like any more of a badass. It's not doing anything, but hurting them, in my opinion. I mean, what I see happening is probably, you know... It's one of those that happens all the time. It doesn't really make sense. make any sense, but Triple H was, you know, randomly say, oh, well, you know, if you want, you know, your spot back, you're going to have to beat Charlotte at, you know, at Fastlane and, you know, something like that where it really makes no sense, but maybe, you know, because Becky keeps appearing while she's suspended. So he says, look, you, you beat her, you get your spot back or it's, it becomes a triple threat. I just don't get why they're such a hard on for making this a, a triple threat. I don't. I don't understand it. You have a second money match in Charlotte versus one of the two or Charlotte versus Ronda again. You don't have to do this. Yeah. Do you, and do you guys hear Ronda Rousey is going to be on Total Divas next season? Wow. Say that again? Ronda Rousey is going to be on Total Divas. The Bellas are off. They're going to be just doing Total Bellas. Right. And Ronda Rousey is going to be on Total Divas. Rusev and uh, Lana got kicked off. Yeah, they got kicked off too. Are you guys like kicked off, kicked off? Yeah, Lana said the the producer said that the E demographic hated hated them. <laughs> That's what a terrible thing to tell somebody. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't happy about it. So she yeah. was on Lillian Garcia's podcast and yeah, it was not was not pleased with that. I would watch a reality show just about Rusev and Lana. Yeah, I mean, right? Like, uh, I don't. She's hot. Guys are gonna want to watch her. You would think. Yeah. She's also got that unpredictable, like a little bit of that self-destructive streak, where sometimes she just says shit she shouldn't say, and that makes her like her interviews more interesting than a lot of other. Right. Right. Talent. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't get that at all, actually. Yeah, um, but no, yeah, Ronda I, I, Rousey's Ronda Rousey though. Like she's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I'm surprised <laughs> she's doing. It. She doesn't, you know, doesn't just like feel like it fits her character. No, it doesn't. But that's what it should be entertaining, especially like, with some of these other girls on Rock on Ms. and Mrs. Yes, that's what I mean. Can you imagine? <laughs> you talk about a bull in a china shop. <laughs> yeah. Right. I would love to see a reality show about Brock's day to day life. <laughs> oh God, he'd be the best with like yeah. fake reality storylines. We've oh, done. He he was on the Ultimate Fighter one season. He was one of the coaches, and it was it wasn't pretty. He just he mm-hmm. just does not want to be there. You could tell like he's not a fan of it. Does not like people. He didn't last the whole season. I I think that was when he no, got he sick. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So who would have thought a year ago? That Braun Strowman would be in the cooldown match. What the hell? With what Baron Corbin. Hell. And and yes. <laughs> I don't have an answer for this one. I don't have one. He's no he's not that larger than life monster anymore. He's a he's a big upper upper mid-level guy now. 
or a okay. lower lower top. He's no longer that unbeatable monster with a bunch of mystique. He's not Brodus Clay and like Big T coming right. Out dancing, <laughs> No, Keep no. It he's time. definitely not the monster. Yeah. Oh, the pair him up with heavy machinery, and they'll all do that. Matt, remember the breakdance move where you hold hands and you all do the wave <laughs> with each other? <laughs> yeah, yeah, with Braun in the middle. That's what just happen. they just admit, you know, how much there is it? a time to beat him, there is a time to beat everyone, but yeah, you know, he, he Braun has not won a big pay per view match in, in forever. And these guys are just inferior. No offense, except for Bobby and obviously what's his name, Drew. Uh, Drew. But as far as Corbin goes, he is inferior. I mean, next, what are they going to do? Make him wear freaking like overalls? <laughs> like seriously, <laughs> is that what's next for Braun Strowman? What are they doing to him? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, put, okay, put him in a feud with Owens when Owens comes back. Do that, and then man, when Roman comes back, Braun and Roman had magic together in that feud i think they just need to rebuild him with the greatest hits of what he's done before and then hey i mean to say give him a competitive match with brock yes get it back i was gonna ask what are they saving with brock here that i'm unaware of putting over uh, seth right for, for yeah. the title i mean right yeah it, in theory that's his last match um you know I, unless he signs a new contract which he, it's happened every time he signed a new deal at the last minute so but as of right now that's when his contract ends so and that's what's going on. To be, yeah. I mean, again, they're saving all of Brock's Brock's Brock juice for Seth Rollins. You know, again, everyone thought last year Roman was beating Brock, and Brock resigned that day and beat Roman. So, um, we'll see. You know, with stuff with Brock, it, it, you just never know. <laughs> that was another dumb decision, by the way. Though. Yeah, I agree. Stupid. So yeah, um, the match went on and on, and then finally Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley came out, helps Baron um, power bomb do the three man power bomb of Strowman through a table. Where was Kurt Angle? What's that? Where was Kurt Angle? Oh where, yeah. Where was everybody else? This made a babyface look terrible. Where was Finn? How Finn? many times did we see him come out and make the save? Right. Oh, but thank God oh. Dolph didn't come out and save him. And nah. then Braun and Dolph. But seriously, do you know what I'm saying? Though, like, it makes the baby face look terrible. Yeah. That nobody comes out and tries to least save him. Yeah, and and you know what else was terrible in this? The the commentators. Um, they did not sell this like it was a big deal at all. Like, yeah. Like yeah. you know, Jim Ross would be like, "That's enough. You know, he's had enough. He need to stop this. Someone needs to come stop this." Two tables. He just got back from injury. God, Lord knows what this is going to do to him now. You know something. Yeah, but they're just like, oh, wow. Oh, oh golly gee, that one looked like it hurt. Huh. Uh, in they fairness, really Corey, are, they're really giving him a beating here. <laughs> Corey Graves' <laughs> mind was somewhere else tonight. And, and Renee, man, um, he just can't sell. She, she just can't do that storytelling. None of them really can that well. Michael Cole is actually the best of the three of them. And, you know, that's not good. He sounds like goddamn Mr. Movie Phone, though. Like, he's so detached. Yeah, he's just... Yeah, it's just the only guy I feel like that really gives that real emotion is Morrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. That's with the company. Yeah. <sighs> then Lacey Evans came out, walked down the ramp. Her music played. Did she make it down? No. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. She walked down halfway and then walked back. Somebody told her not to continue. Turn around, turn around, turn around. Like on the other side of the camera, you know? 
that heavy machinery had something on the pre-show where they were facing off with the bar. Like, uh, you want to just talk about the most screwed up bunch of call-ups as far as debuting them and and giving them anything. Uh, Oh my gosh. This has just been a disaster. That ECW though, new town initiative was pretty brutal too, though. Yeah. Yeah. This brings up there though. I will give this a, uh, yeah. <laughs> Very close uh second place to it. Yeah. Yeah. It might overtake it. Who knows? It's it's getting there quick. Easy freeze, not being able up. to talk. What's that? Homebrows was in the main event angle versus Cena. So this might actually beat it. Yeah. What's his name? Uh Lars Sullivan. And who knows? Showed up. Yeah. It's a weird time right now. Um which is why we all believed tonight. The Elimination Chamber match for the WWE title. Kofi Kingston versus Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton versus AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe versus WWE champion Daniel Bryan in the Elimination Chamber. And uh, Kofi Kingston came out first. Man, lasted all the way down to the end with Daniel Bryan. Um, Yeah, him and Daniel Bryan were the first two. Yeah, Matt, what did did you like about this match, Matt? Excuse me. Um, the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> I really did. I enjoyed a lot of it. I just, I'm still marking away where I hate seeing my guys like get beat. I guess I hate seeing Joe when it, when he left. I hate seeing AJ when it was his turn to leave. I hate seeing Hardy when it was his. T- you know what I mean? But that's the whole point of the match to lead to the heat it needed to get to, which is getting Kofi even more over right by being one of the last two remaining versus mm-hmm. boring as Orton, right? So yeah. no one wants to see Orton versus Daniel Bryan at the end. They want to see Kofi. And um, I was one of them, man. And it was pretty cool to watch. And my wife goes, I wanted to remember this correctly. She goes, am I in Bizarro World? I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, fans are cheering for Kofi Kingston and booing Daniel Bryan. When the hell did this happen? I go, <laughs> Daniel Bryan's doing great work as a heel lately. He's actually really a really good heel. Really yeah. good. He's a yeah. little dick. Yeah, he's he's really awesome. good with it. Real quick, Joe and Brian were the ones that started. Samoa Joe and Daniel Bryan. Oh, that's right. The uh, recap. Joe didn't really last that long. Uh, AJ was it? Kofi was number three. I think AJ was number four. And uh, yeah, Joe wasn't in there that long. And then he got pinned by AJ. So again, with Joe, he's another one. Um, They're they're turning him into Dolph Ziggler quick. He he's another one. He hasn't had a big pay per view uh, win in a while. I can't remember if he beat Jeff Hardy on pay per view ever. Um, yeah, it's been a while. Jeff Hardy got taken out pretty quick tonight. Yeah, Jeff Hardy was taken out quick too. I think he was he was but, out next, right? But um, he he was out next. But he he did it with. You see how he did it though? He did it out of a very cool move though, off the swanton, off the top of the the set, on top of the top turnbuckle, selling his back a little bit, and boom, ate ate a homeboy's finisher. Yeah, and then, and then left the match that way. At least that was an exciting way to do it if you're going to go out. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan pinned Jeff Hardy f- to take him out. Um, and then AJ, uh, he got beat by a cool-looking RKO. Um, like he was going to go for the phenomenal forearm. Oh, cool. He did have a little pause there for a second. Where he On the top out. rope, and he pulled him off, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it wasn't an RKO, RKO. But it was it was a cool cool finish. So Orton pinned AJ. Um and then uh, I think Orton was out next. Kofi Kofi pinned Orton after Trouble in Paradise. Yeah, it, yeah. This was I mean when it came down to Kofi and Daniel Bryan, this was one of the most exciting matches in a while, just because you felt like there was that feeling in the air like Kofi could win. 
There was. There was. And the fact that they kept going to the fans right. more than normal, I was like, maybe this happens. This is like the, the Undertaker going to the crowd too much portion. You know what I mean? Right mm. before Taker lost, that when he lost, they kept paying into the crowd. Oh, I right. was like, maybe they are going to put it on. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? This is pretty cool. Yeah. And just hearing how crazy the fans were going, you almost wonder if maybe they're like, well, it's calling Audible here. Seriously, what would have what could have happened? Right? You guys keep bragging that you're WWE, you're global brand, which you guys are. You're a juggernaut. It doesn't matter who's your champion anymore. It's the brand that sells now. Right. And then Everybody's you get interchangeable, the right? Everybody's interchangeable. Well, then you get, your chance. Then you get the new day essentially as the hype men for the WWE champ to hype everything up in advance of WrestleMania. Oh, they would have come out and cried like 11 years. All the whole yeah. story behind it. Oh, my God. It yeah, it would have been a really cool moment. I mean, I mean that place would have gone crazy. It would have erupted. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what when I was watching it, I'm like, I still think Daniel Bryan's winning this, but good God, <laughs> if they had Kofi win. <laughs> like, that would be one of the most memorable finishes. In, yes. It'd be almost like when Eddie beat Brock, you know, mm-hmm. where you're not expecting it and it happens. And it, like people remember it all these years later. True. Yeah, I think this is a case where they had lightning in a bottle and they didn't capitalize. I mean, even the fact, and they they knew what they had by giving New Day that current call at the end was sending them out there to uh, lift Kofi up. Yeah. I mean, that was still a cool moment. You know, for sure. Yeah. But if you're going to do that, go all the way. I mean, I know they invested a lot of money in that wooden championship for Daniel Bryan, but, you know. They did? I don't know. know. It couldn't have cost that much. Hate that thing. (laughs) <laughs> um yeah so I, I i i thought this match was great it really really was just yeah. could have been a little better with the right with kofi one you, you know i'm not a fan of hot shotting the title or switching it over too many times sometimes you gotta listen right right when you got that magic in a bottle just go with it especially because this title doesn't move very often it would have been so unpredictable yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah so you blew it, WWE. You had your chance. <laughs> well, they got their plans, so we'll we'll see where they go. I just hope they don't beat Kofi in like two weeks. You know, have him losing to Andrade on SmackDown. He's got, you know, he's got momentum. But we've seen this all the time where someone has momentum and they're they're brought down pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd love to see them follow up, follow up on this. No, I agree. Uh, this was a really good match. I mean, this went right down to it. It was believable that Kofi could win, but Daniel uh, ultimately won with the running knee and then covered him with the pin. And then before that, he uh, threw him into the wall of a uh, pod. Again, the miking on that pod just it sounded like it hurt so much. Explosion. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a good job um, with this. So, yeah, after the match, after Daniel won, New Day came out, uh, Biggie and Xavier Woods to help him to his feet, to help Kofi to his feet. And uh, we went off the air with the New Day heading up the ramp together as the fans cheered on Kofi. This was a great pay-per-view. Probably the best B-level pay-per-view since... There was one we just gave this praise to. The same type of praise. We said B-level too. When, what was it? Do you remember? Was it TLC? Or I thought we were... uh, For me, the hallmark I remember, I mean, Great Balls of Fire stands out as one of the best B-level pay-per-views. That was a couple years years ago. Yeah, almost two years. I, I'm sure there was one. I'm, yeah, I'm, I remember that, Matt. There was one, like, I feel like in the fall. that was, we're Out of nowhere, we're like, holy crap, this was actually pretty good. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I thought this this paper was really good. I thought it was great. 
I was, you know, top to bottom. There was nothing, nothing on it that I thought sucked. You know, even Ronda versus Ruby Wright was short, but it didn't suck, and it built Becky and Ronda and then Charlotte. So, I think the last one was the other short one, wasn't it? I'm just looking right now. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it would have been. Probably not a TLC, but although I mean- that was pretty good. I'm giving this one because again, it's supposed to be a B level pay per view. I'm giving it a B plus. Nice because of what it was supposed to be. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The expectations. Yeah, I agree. I I I, I agree with you. I give it a B plus. I think if Kofi would have won, it would have been probably an A. Yeah, um, but yeah, it man. was a solid show. Corbin, yeah, Corbin. The Corbin stuff sucked. Uh, okay, yeah, <laughs> but it wasn't boring. It, it's just it just sucks to see what they're doing with Braun. Yes. But get these guys out of segments with each other. I don't want to see Corbin, Braun, Bobby, and Drew in the ring together again. I'm sure they're going to do a six-man at at Fastlane with Kurt Angle, Finn, Braun against those three. Unless they do a handicap match, Braun against all three. But I don't... But this is their problem where they put themselves into corners. You know what I mean? Where, where, Where some of these younger talents or talents that should be, like a Bobby Lashley, I'm sorry, should be fighting for the title like every pay per view, Or like should be in the main event. Like he just should be. Yeah. He should be the new Brock. Like that's your replacement. See you, Brock. You want to keep dicking us around for pricing and, and, and cost and what you want to get paid? See you. We got your replacement right here. And he's a hell of a lot more humble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think with Braun, go back to the enhancement talent squash matches for a while until you find a good feud that's worth yeah. his time. Braun come and beat him for it. You know what I mean? Like Braun was more than ready. We always say that though. Yeah. And and that's where Roman Reigns, it's it's almost underrated how much he's done for Braun's career because anytime he was with Braun, he made Braun look like a monster. And and when Roman Reign won the title after SummerSlam and him and Braun were having that feud, Braun just looked indestructible. Right. You know? And and Roman was really, you know, would go the extra mile to make that guy look like a million bucks. So, um, you gotta yeah. say it. He did. Yeah. So with Raw tomorrow night, I want to see how they follow up Sasha and Bailey. I want to see how they follow up Finn. I want to see if they That's open it. with Becky again. That's six, that man Ra- that six man Rogers talked about. That's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Aside from that, who we didn't see tonight, no Seth, no Dean. I'm curious what they do with Dean and uh, EC3, if that's going to really develop as a feud. It's probably just going to be you know, EC3 beating Dean this week. And that's that's kind of how they go, right? Yes. Uh, no Brock tomorrow uh, on Raw, but I do think he's – I believe he's booked the next two weeks after that. Um. And yeah, Seth. Th- Seth has been working hurt, uh, so he's he's got kind of a bad back, uh, so he's just resting up. And so I, but he's supposed to be on Raw tomorrow as well. Do we get first Hall of Fame announcement tomorrow night? It is weird how long they've taken. Time out, time out. I thought we had one already. I thought Jim Neidhart. We said no. The Hart Foundation that was that was reported by PW Insider, but WWE hasn't officially acknowledged any yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. That has to start tomorrow. I mean, there's what six or seven entrants. We're six weeks away from Mania. Do you think so? They got to sell some tickets. Well, it's New York. They're gonna. I mean, they're gonna sell it fast anyway. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know who the headliner would be. Uh, at first, I thought maybe Undertaker, but he's doing yeah. Starcast, and and you know he's gonna be there during AEW weekend. Wait, what's uh, he doing? He's gonna be at Starcast too. What's he gonna do? Sign autographs. Yeah, just to that's say. awesome, man. If you're a fan, yeah, we'll get Taker's autograph. That's a big deal. That's great. 
Yeah, we talked to Comrade Thompson on the last uh, last week. Uh, he was, you know, very careful to point out that Starcast Two it is the same weekend as AEW's, you know, Double or Nothing, but they're not affiliated just because someone's showing up for the signing at Starcast does not mean they have, you know, they're not getting paid by AEW or anything like that. It's two separate things. Right. Right. Yeah. It's going to be a hell of an event, though. I mean, I think Starcast is going toe to toe with what you see Mania Week. Yes, and let's be very clear. They're absolutely piggybacking off of one another. Well, StarCast is Memorial Day, so they're not... Uh, what do you mean? It's Memorial Day weekend, so all, double or nothing. It's not WrestleMania weekend. No, no, I know, but I'm saying it's like this is like WrestleMania week quality right. signings. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Why would anyone then assume they have any uh, uh, connection to AEW then, Raj, if, if AEW is not running? the same time no they are so i i just mean like okay That's what I, I, mean. I think they're a lot piggy- of I th- they're piggybacking off of aew and aew is piggybacking off of starcast yes yes yeah i thought you were saying like they were doing at wrestlemania weekend and i was like no it's not no 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 but because it's not roh that- is a lot of people said that roh selling out madison square garden was because of it's wrestlemania weekend you know it's that same weekend all those fans mm-hmm. are in town even though most of those tickets sold were local um but yeah this is Memorial Day weekend. I, I mean, they can make that their own thing. Memorial Day weekend every year. To, they need to keep doing these types of things. These these companies, uh, especially these hotter ones, like an AEW's red hot, right? So it'd be foolish not to, to 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 piggyback off of ones of something like that. That's what these companies need to keep doing, though. Yeah, and these businesses need to keep doing. I almost wonder if AEW would be better if it was just a, a monthly show as opposed to a weekly show. You know, like remember how the UFC when it was at its peak. Um, they were doing monthly shows on Spike and then pay per views here and there, mm-hmm. and uh, you don't overexpose talent that way. You have mm-hmm. you have that the fans wanting more. I don't know. It doesn't become watered down. It doesn't become we're right. now used to it. It's just another company, just right. another match, just another story. No, it's different. Yeah, it's like a Saturday night's main event. Yeah, just always so looking I forward to not wait for. I get yeah. so pissed when Saturday Night Live would come on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> think yep. about it when you were a kid, didn't you guys? I used to get red hot. I was so pissed. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see where uh, I'm. I'm guessing you know networks want weekly TV, so I'm sure that's what they'd end up doing. But uh, popularity wise, I don't think the monthly idea is a, a bad one. How did it do for oh, TNA? Was pay per view nine ninety nine? Was different. What's that? TNA when they first started was different at nine ninety nine, and right the weekly pay per views. Don't listen to. That. Hey, did you hear rumors? Uh, I don't mean to, to start throwing this out there. I'm sure if I've heard it, you've heard it. T and freaking T TBS for AEW potentially maybe. Well, um, hold the freaking phone. That, that, that is just a rumor. Can we talk about it though? Come on. <laughs> yeah. We can speculate. Like, where, yeah, we can speculate on what, that. what might be the best uh, TV deal for them. Holy crap. If they get that. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I mean, obviously, that's the, those are huge networks. Uh, the one negative is that they get high ratings right now. So you would have to be doing over a million viewers a week right off the bat. What's their, uh, yeah, I was going to say, what's their shitty, crappiest show doing? Do you think, like, number wise? Uh, don't they have like the Big Bang Theory and uh, Seinfeld and like a million people are watching I those? I would not go with those. Okay, is my lowest. No, no, I, no, I agree. But uh, but they no, not in prime time. No, but they just cut Conan back to half an hour because he wasn't sustaining 
ratings for the cost at an hour. Jeez oh, Louise, really? <laughs> yeah. Right. Because uh, like Family Guy reruns do surprisingly well on TBS. Oh yeah, they do. I want we watch. Yeah, yeah I, I DVR them all. Yeah. <laughs> so real quick, here's here's like some of the most watched networks and what they do. Uh, TNT averages in primetime. Uh, 1.3 million viewers a week. So if you're doing under that, and TBS is almost 1.4 million. Do they have to be prime time though? AEW. I think that's what they're looking for. And if they're not in prime time, uh, you know that's. I feel like it, you're kind of looked. It's kind of looked at as not not big. I guess I don't if know. You're on TV at your TNT on a Saturday night. You don't think that's humongous though? Like WCW Saturday Night was, yeah. Like WCW Saturday Night was, yeah. I, I I definitely think that would be that'd be huge. So, yeah. So for prime time, it, that would probably not be an ideal thing. Obviously, if they started off at a different time slot, did well, they can move. But I think that'd be tough to pull those kind of viewers. Uh, even to just hit the station average, I think would be tough. Fingers crossed for you guys. I really hope you guys get this. We, it, awesome. Yeah, it will be. It. I mean, it's a, it's an exciting year for wrestling for sure. This is the first time you have like real talent acquisitions, you know, happening in forever since sure. TNA was really strong. <clears throat> I mean, TNA, I'm not just saying it because I'm a homer and I was there, but for a while there, we had weeks with we had Booker show up, Christian show up, Kurt Angle was the first to show. Um, Main Event Mafia was Main Event Mafia, Steiner cool. popped up out of nowhere. You had all these people, Sting would come back, or you know what I mean? All these Hall of Famers or future Hall of Famers. Randy Kevin Savage Nash. was even on there once. Yeah, but but I'm talking about like okay, like in 0809, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. No, it was stacked. We went to Spike, whenever the hell that was. Right. Yeah, no, no, it was it was stacked. Yeah. I hope they oh my god, I hope AEW is able to really, really hit it. <laughs> if you're a WWE fan, the best thing that could happen is AEW successful because WWE is very complacent right now. It is, and, and there's this crap with like Braun Strowman. I just don't think happens when somebody's pushing them. You know what I mean by that? When you need to really push. protect stars and trying to make some stars larger than life. Yeah. Yep. Can't, can't do this. Uh, everybody's replaceable crap. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Um, well, let's take it home, guys. We got Raw coming up in less than 24 hours. Matt Morgan, anything you want to plug before we sign off here? No. No, no. I'm good. Okay. Raj, what's coming up on the site? Uh, interviews with Josh Barnett, Billy Gunn. It's tons of stuff. Uh, so yeah, just keep checking it out. Every day we got exclusive stuff up. So keep checking it out, guys. Awesome. I'm Glenn Rubenstein. You can find me on Twitter at Glenn Rubenstein. And if you like the podcast, go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or wherever your favorite podcast listening portal is. Leave us a rating and a review. Five stars helps other people uh, discover this podcast. We greatly appreciate it. And until next time, we'll see you back, see you back here on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Take care. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.